Welcome to the Lisa Swander Blogcast, a place where you can listen to blogs instead of reading them. So you can go on using your hands for cracking chestnuts or picking lentils from the ashes of your fireplace. This podcast includes encouragement, pop culture, and sometimes some humor. If you would like to read any of it with your eyes, all these blog posts are published at lisaswander.com, and there will be a link in the show notes to each post. Here we go. Today is episode 10, and its original title was Diet Riot, which I've revised for the podcast because I've learned that if you want people to click on things, you can't use like literary titles. You have to you have to say things like 30 reasons I'm never going to eat wasabi trail mix again or something like that. I really have to take people by the hand and and tell them exactly what's going to be in the post if you want them to click, which by the way, if you ever see a headline about me not eating wasabi trail mix, you I mean that means I'm I've been under the spell of a sea witch or I'm being held hostage or something like that cuz I I would do I would do anything to be eating some of that right now. But anyway, all of that is to say that this post is about dieting, which I wish has not played such a large outsized role in my life, but I'm a woman and um, a 40-year-old woman, and so it has. And I've tried to talk about this in person and to write about it too, but I, I don't think, I haven't found the words yet to explain how much it means to me that my daughter and that my students, that young women are not growing up in the late 90s anymore with the type of pressure that we did to to conform to a single beauty standard there was just only one aesthetic that that's the difference between the 90s and now i think in terms of dieting and weight we d- simply did not see any other way to be except emaciated and blonde and tan. It was just there, as I said, there was one aesthetic. And while I don't think we've solved the problem of um, unreasonable beauty standards for women, in some ways they've just kind of shifted because it's no less accessible to a lot of women to be curvy in all the right places or to, um, you know, have this perfectly slender face with this rounder body. You know, there's still limiting categories. But just the fact that there are more categories that my body might have had a place where it could fit as a teenager, I just can't even tell you what that would have meant to me. But as it is, I'm getting over it. And I, I think that re, that reframing of weight has helped. Some of it also is just that I'm getting older and the, you know, the pressure is lower as you get older to have to look perfect um nobody expects it of you as much people don't expect it of you as much so this post is about just kind of getting over the whole thing um which is still an ongoing process for me but the older i get the longer i go the more ads i see for diet foods the less impressed i am with the whole thing and i hope that that's the 
general trend that we're all moving toward? It's hard to know. I follow some body positivity people on Instagram who've said there's talk kind of in the fashion world of of going back to heroin chic and, and you know, if 90s fashion is coming back, then the 90s body aesthetic is going to come back too. And I would like to believe that having lived through it once, at least some of us are not going to tolerate going back to that again. I, I really hope so. So if you're done with dieting, or even if you're not done with dieting, I hope this post speaks to you. Enjoy. Diet Riot, or How I Fell Out of Love with Dieting, February 19th, 2021. Last week, I said one of the worst parts of February is people talking about how their diets are going. So let me lean right into this particular circle of hell and tell you how my diet is going. I don't care for dieting. It calls to mind a dark period in my early 20s in which I routinely ordered off kids' menus, got bristly at proposals to go out for ice cream, and consumed metric tons of baby carrots. I set up an altar to my calorie tracker and offered it bowls of air-popped popcorn, sugarless gum, and the blood of virgins in exchange for a size 2 wedding dress. I was super fun to be around. Similarly, I don't care for weighing myself, not only because it's not conducive to starting my morning with a sense of radical acceptance, but also because it evokes the restless spirit of my long-lost wee fit. If you've made good life choices and don't know, the Wii Fit was a low gray rectangle, roughly bathroom scale sized, that connected to your Nintendo Wii. It was designed to be the overlord of a comprehensive early 2000s fitness program, and so upon its firm surface, you conducted everything from your cardio workouts to your balance exercises to your daily weigh ins. It also talked to you partially in text and partially in a disarming Nintendo character voice to render judgment upon the progress you'd made on the road to wellness. And it was a fascist turd. When I stepped on it in the mornings, it would emit a startled little, oh, before calculating my weight. Every morning. As if it could not have anticipated, based on the previous 200 mornings, what degree of pressure to expect on its frail polycarbonate skeleton each day. As if it had been designed for some other purpose, perhaps weighing baby chipmunks or piles of sawdust, and it was shocked anew to discover this behemoth hauling her crushing weight upon its body morning after morning. During balance exercises, it liked to ask me if I found that I often tripped or had problems staying upright. If I missed a day, it was ready with passive-aggressive nukes like, It's been a while! And, you know you'll be more successful if you check in each day. We went on like this for almost a year and a half, until one day in 2010, when it went out for cannoli and never came back. In spite of all this, I lived the calorie-restricting life again for a little while this month. I have to fit into some dress pants next week, and all the gentle yoga in the world wasn't cracking the couple of pounds I picked up over the holidays. So I loaded up the ClickList cart with the cantaloupe and the cucumbers and this thin sliced bread that's actually more of a limp cardstock, and I put back on my Apple Watch. And here's the update. I don't buy it. Now, look, by buying it, I don't mean that I don't believe in the efficacy of counting calories. I have to, of course, because the stupid thing always works. The pants fit again, my face looks less puffy, 
I've probably stepped away from the edge of an early sugar-coated death, and now the celery is back in the trash can where it belongs. It's just that I don't believe it anymore. I can't hype myself up for dieting like I did 10 or 15 years ago, because I've fallen out of love with self-imposed suffering. As I've written before, I used to love working too many hours, getting up too early in the mornings, adding too much incline to the treadmill, and saying yes to too many people. This approach, as I understood it, was the path of virtue, and I hung a fair amount of my identity on it. I was not just the overachiever, but the oversufferer. Occasionally, people would remark on how they didn't understand how I could do all I did, how I could possibly be so disciplined and yet so uncomplaining, and I gobbled it up like the wasabi trail mix I no longer allowed in my house. But I'm over it. This week, as I stood in my kitchen, smearing a wedge of laughing cow cheese product on an unsalted rice cake, I did so with discipline, yes, but also with the conscious awareness that this food sucks. I can't make myself believe anymore that yogurt is a dessert. Yogurt as a dessert is patriarchy, or plutocracy, or both. Someone at Big Yogurt is resting his wingtips on a mahogany desk at this very moment, lighting a cigar with $100 bills because we stood by as Boston cream pie was thusly desecrated. I'm over-dieting as a badge of good humaning. I still have to do it once or twice a year because it's hard to find good pants and I don't want to buy new ones. But I'm no longer going to immerse myself in this delusion that it makes me a more successful person. It's just a temporary inconvenience, part of the upkeep of this weird body that tends to want things that are not good for it, and I'm allowed to say that it sucks. Oh, and if you also happen to be trying to get rid of a couple of post-holiday pounds this week, please keep in mind that dieting vacuums up your executive functioning like a freshly charged Dyson. So if you forget an email or a permission slip or your dog's birthday, give yourself a break. And maybe some carbs. Happy February, everybody. Happy February.